The Tome of Monsters Podcast. And welcome everybody to the inaugural episode of the Tome of Monsters Podcast. I am your host, Moses Soria, a.k.a. Doe Rogan. And with me today are my co-hosts, Fat Man and Red Robin. <laughs> it's up to you guys to decide who's who. I was like, we didn't discuss this beforehand, but thank you. So with me as always, Lewis. Yo. And then Fernando. Thank you. Today is a special episode as you, the listener, are going to learn who we are and what we dislike when it comes to all things monsters. So the whole point of the podcast is to break down a monster down to basically its inception. We're going to break everything down we can for our monster of the week as we dive into its origin, inspiration, fun facts regarding the creation of said monster, plus any behind-the-scenes lore you might not have known. But for today, at least just for today, I'm going to ask my co-hosts a series of questions so that you, the listener, can get an idea of who you're wasting your time with. The listener doesn't know, but this is this is my third time recording this episode. <laughs> is it really? I recorded you by yourself, oh, and then shit. Fernando, oh, shit. and then right. yeah, yeah. this one, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, scheduling problems, editing problems. Y'all don't need. Y'all don't need. Don't worry about it. But I've, the first question I have to ask off the bat to the both of you: What was the first horror movie you can remember watching, Lewis? Okay, so. I got kind of a two-part answer to this, because there's the there's the movie that got me into horror, and then there's the first horror movie I remember watching. All right, so so we'll answer it in that in, in that way then. Okay, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the first movie that got me into horror was a Disney movie that was actually on Channel well here in LA it was Channel Seven ABC. Mm-hmm. It's called Mister Boogity. I don't know if you ever heard of that, Fernando. No. No, you're drawing a blank. So you could, I think it's on Disney Plus still, but anyway, it's it's like a short, like forty five minute, like, uh, movie for kids, like a family. It was like a family movie, like a TV movie, straight. Yeah, yeah. but it dealt with like ghosts and somebody selling his soul to the devil, like for a kid. That's kind of scary, especially us Catholics, right? Mm. We were, yeah, we were raised Catholics. We're no longer associated with that. So that's like the, I think that was the gateway for me. Because I think for a lot of like people in a horror, they always have that gateway movie show goosebumps for a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of younger. <clears throat> and as far as movie goes, it's the Stephen King Cat's Eye. Ooh. I that's like I vividly remember my dad renting that one day, and me and my sister, my brother who's in the band with you, he wasn't even born yet. And holy watched, shit yeah because he's what six years younger younger than i am that movie came out in 1985 yeah so yeah i don't remember how old i was when i watched it but i must have been really fucking young i just remember being scared of it like the little there's like a little dwarf yeah goblin thing in yeah the so world. we so we just watched the trailer and it's an anthology movie right it's like yeah. a bunch of different things that happen and it all goes you're seeing it you you're introduced to each story through the eyes of the cat, right? Yeah. The cat's the one that goes around, and it's that's what introduces you to said story. It looked interesting. That little creepy monster that comes out from the walls, that's actually creepy. Mm. <laughs> Fernando, do you remember the first 
horror movie you watched and the movie that grabbed you by the balls and said, all right, this is kind of for me? Yes. It, it was a uh, black and white Spanish movie. Um, yeah. It was, looked it up. It was La, la, la Luna de la, de la, la, luna de la, de la Bruja. La Luna de la Bruja. It was essentially a witch that was buried um, with a dagger through her heart, buried in the crossroads and shit. Uh, a thief, grave robber, comes upon her body, unburies her, pulls out the silver stick that they put on her chest, and she comes back to life. Is that something that you can watch somewhere now? Have you? I tried to find it. Uh-huh. I found the name, but I can't find like a link for you it. Can't find the. That would be on YouTube. I think you could find anything on Probably YouTube. Probably be like, like like free, like public domain now. Yeah. Oh, uh, like, yeah, yeah. It's one of those, like, I remember watching it, like, ooh, but it was just black and white werewolf movies. I fucking love werewolves. Hate werewolves, but that's my, my fear that I love. And do you, know, do you remember the movie, the first the first horror movie that just grabbed you by the balls? You're like, all right, I'm kind of, I, I, I kind of fuck with this horror movie genre. It, it, it has to be Cujo. I love Cujo. Cujo, too. When I think of Cujo, you immediately come to mind. I remember you used to have you used to having the VHS. Cujo, that, that I had the VHS, but that's a movie that I remember watching on another Channel Seven movie. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, like fucking Saturday night. Yeah, they would have like movies on like late at night. I remember Cujo would be on all the fucking time, like every weekend. I think on Sundays too, on like Channel like thirteen or some shit. Yeah, Cujo was always on. I don't think you know what. Come to think of it, I don't think I've ever watched like an actual version of Cujo. <laughs> like on like on Blu-ray or DVD or VHS, I, it's always been on TV. On TV, yeah. yeah. I mean, if it's there for you, why does fucking might as well? Yeah, you know. So my earliest recollection of a horror movie was watching a movie called El Santo versus Las Lobas, and it's basically the Santo, it's a Mexican wrestler El Santo just wrestling a bunch of fucking werewolves that are terrorizing the small village. He wrestles them, bro. <laughs> we we were watching a little bit earlier before you got here. This mother, this mother, this fool was chest bumping people. He was throwing them like if there were imaginary ropes, he would throw them up against a gate. <laughs> body slamming them, boss, Showing boss. Yeah, so that that was the earliest movie that I can remember watching because I remember just my dad watching it. I was like, what the fuck? And then I remember being creeped out by the werewolf. Now that I was, now that we, now that I rewatched the trailer, I was like, it just, it just looks like McFoley. <laughs> the werewolf looks like McFoley. And like those those movies were very popular in Mexico, like back in that day. Yeah, because that movie, I think those movies were a good, like, tie, not, I don't want to say tie-in, but they were, like, a good uh, visual representation of the audio drama that they used to listen to back in the day. Because mm. my dad, he, like, when when he found out that I was doing podcasts, whatever, and then he was like, there was this, he's like, oh, I remember, he's like, oh, so you kind of do it like this one show I used to listen to. He used to listen to audio dramas. And I found the te- the, uh, the audio series of the superhero he used to watch, mm-hmm. he used to listen to as a kid. Bro, when he when he went to Mexico, he listened to, like, all, like, 32 hours of it. Oh, wow. He was just like, dude, he was addicted to it. But it was, like, a legit audio drama. Yeah. And, like, I feel like the, the Santos movies were... Like the visual re- representation of that, mm-hmm. and like, they can uh, do whatever, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that was the first horror movie that that, that I ever watched. I mean, that I that I remember seeing. But the horror movie that I remember grabbing me, like, that was like, holy shit! And it might seem like a surprise to you guys, but I'm a little late to the horror movies, mm. right? I am more into the literary version, like the literary side of things. Book nerd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say bookworm, um, nerd. book nerd. Mm-hmm. But Underworld. Oh, okay. The Underworld okay. movies. Mm-hmm. Sexy werewolf movie? <laughs> oh, the sexy vampire? 
Oh, the, well, there's werewolves in it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it was Kate. Beckinsale? Beck, yeah. yeah. I had a sexual awakening within the world too. <laughs> <laughs> at like 25. No, that movie came out early. That movie came out in 2000. Yeah. I must have been 10. So you have him? So for sure you were cranking it to Underworld. <laughs> oh, pfft. 100%. Bro, every bro, I every time I see a full moon, I get I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> like, I, I see a full moon, I go to full mast. <laughs> yeah, but to this day, I, I love those Underworld movies. Yeah, but something about that first one. Yay. Something, something about that first one. Nice. It just it just tickles me. You know, it, it tickles me a certain way. The skin tight leather costumes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was that was that was that was the aftermath of the Matrix. Once the Matrix blew up, everybody wanted to be in black leather suits. Yeah. Fucking yeah, f- fucking X Men. Oh yeah, that's right. You know what I mean? Fucking yeah. We were supposed to have super colorful suits in like the comic books. And then they just said, fuck it, let's put him in leather because... Matrix. Matrix. (laughs) The Underworld movies, I still hold them close to my heart. There's like fucking 47 of them. And they're still good. The only thing I don't like about them is they're fucking dark. And I don't mean like thematically. I mean visually. You can't see shit. You have to like literally turn up the brightness for for like a lot of those movies. Everything takes place at like nighttime, no? From what I remember. Yeah, but fucking you got... Like I'm trying to watch the movie, not hear it. That's true. true, true you know, so it's like fuck. But yeah, I love those movies. Yeah, it's hard to beat off when you can't see anything on the TV. <laughs> That's probably why I have a good imagination. I had to crank. I had to. I was cranking it to fuck <laughs> to, to, to the audio of fucking Underworld. <laughs> Fernando, cool, cool. What is your favorite horror movie and why? Um. Very horror movie would be, like, and uh, I like the thing, John Carpenter. Um, I enjoyed it. Um, why well, I enjoyed it because it was uh, like it reminds you a lot of that time of that time of the late eighties or eighties, because the whole John Carpenter um, it has like that feel, that grungy kind of feel. But just like being trapped in a cold station, you don't know it's like, suspicion everywhere. Like that's a fucking awesome movie. Lewis. I'm going to have to go with the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I actually just bought a prop replica of the chainsaw from the movie yesterday. Mm. So that's how that's how hard I go for this. Like literally like boned up for it. Yeah. You bought a replica. Chainsaw. Replica chainsaw. Yes. From the original movie. Yes. All right. But it's. I don't know. It wasn't even like one of the first horror movies I watched. Like I watched it. Like in my late teens, but it was just something about that movie. There's, there's never been a movie that made me feel the way I was. Like it didn't feel like I was watching a movie. Like it has that feel to it, mm-hmm. especially back then. Now there's like 4K restorations of it, and it looks, you know, it's nice to look at, even though it's, you know, it was made on a shoestring budget. But like back then, like it felt like you were watching like a home video or something like that. It was something. Yeah, it was the the grit the grittiness of it added. Uh, a different element to the movie where you're just like it 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 it, it lent a more visceral reaction to oh, you watching it. Yeah, it's super visceral. And then it's fucking it, and it's crazy how it's considered to be one of the scariest, most goriest movies. But there's not an ounce of blood in that movie. No, there's probably like a little bit of like blood spray. But that's in a couple scenes, but like barely. Yeah. yeah, it's not like Terrifier, yeah. which what you would think Texas Chainsaw Massacre would be mm-hmm. just like a, a blood fucking fest. blood fest. Yeah. 
is that the reason why it speaks to you? Why that's your favorite horror movie? Just because the way, just like there's not like it hasn't been a horror movie that yeah unnerved just, me as much as that one. Yeah, just the way it made me feel watching it. Because up until then, every horror movie to me was a fun watch. That one wasn't fun. Nice. Mm. Okay. But I loved it, if that makes any sense. Now well, that I watch it, I can, like, appreciate, because there's a lot of, like, black humor elements to it. Whoa, 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 whoa. Dark. <laughs> Dark humor. All right, all right. Like, it's a, it has some, like, black comedy aspects, which, if you watch the, the sequel to it, like, it leaned heavily into the comedy. So, it, I find, like, I, I actually enjoy watching it now. The first time I was, like, kind of, like, curled up, like, I don't like this. But now, yeah. now you do. Yeah. Now it's a comfort movie. I remember the first time I watched the movie, I felt if it felt scary because I was in the I, I watched it when I was younger. I watched it when I was how we you showed it to me. Mm-hmm. I'm, I must have been 24. Yeah. Somewhere around there. Early 20s mm-hmm. when I watched it. So back then I was more in I, I, I watched it through the lens of the victims. I was like, damn, I'm I'm hanging out, something happens, just let's go explore. And I was like, yo, what the fuck? Now that I'm older, I kind of relate more to the fucking to leather, you know, to fucking leather. I'm like, bro, I'm just chilling in my house. Bunch of random ki- loud ass kids come. Fucking I I don't, bl- I don't blame him. Yeah. I do not blame him. Like, get off my lawn. Basically. Yeah, like yeah. get the fuck out. And then he's like, bro, you have you have all of Texas and you decide to bother me? Yeah. I'm in the middle of fo- you have to go out of your way to bother me. Like fuck you. Takes the Jason Massacre. That's a fun watch to me. Since 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 you've seen it, since you've shown it to me, I've seen it probably a good four or five times already. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it doesn't beat the Netflix one, but <laughs> Oh god. <laughs> so for me, my favorite horror movie, a lot of people wouldn't consider it a horror movie, would be the uh interview with the vampire. Mm-hmm. To me, you guys know this. Mm. Yes. People, people who know me from my other podcast, the Weird History Evil Tales podcast, they know this. I, it's just to me that movie is my it's my favorite, and it's also a comfort movie where I could just put it on, and it's just background noise to me. It's just everything about that movie. The everything about that movie I fucking love. It's just, and from from the first time I watched it too, I was expecting something completely different. What were you expecting? Honestly, I was expecting Blade. Okay. I was expecting Blade. Okay. I was expecting like Louis turns into a vampire, but he's he's fighting like he's fighting his like vamp like his vampiric needs, so he starts like fighting. I didn't expect for him to be such a bitch, <laughs> but you know it works for him. You're like, why does Louis and Lestat look like they're gonna fuck instead of fight? <laughs> Bro, there are there are a few times where I'm like, y'all should have fucked. It would at least there would have been some action. Yeah. But yeah, that, that, that movie's very horny. It's a it's it's very homoerotic. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of there's a lot of mouth breathing, like where they're talking to each other and they're whispering to each other's mouths. <laughs> I don't know if I'm like uncomfortable because I'm not there with them or you know what <laughs> I mean. So it's just. But yeah, it, fucking interview with the vampire. But a good a, a fucking good second. Well, when it comes to vampires, it's thirty days of night. Thirty days of night. Yeah. 30, Which is a complete. It's like. a completely. <laughs> it's literally on the opposite spectrum yeah. of when it comes to vampires. Uh-huh. That one's like nowhere near as homo. That one's, there's no homoeroticism in that movie at all. Yeah. Where interview with the vampire. Basically a gay porno. <laughs> That's basically what it is. But I fucking love it. Yeah. Interview with the vamp. 
I don't know what it, everything about the interview with the vampire for me that's what started that's literally what started my whole Victorian fix like hyper fixation with things like God, you're talking about goth girls or just like the no the Victorian Victorian the, the Victorian the Victorian, <laughs> Victorian the Victorian the goth girls came after okay. the, 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 this is after like the the whole Jack the Ripper era the whole yeah. Crimson Peak like Penny Dreadful which we, 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 we're gonna mention in a little bit. Like that whole fucking era, and that's and then that's around the same time where I reread Frankenstein and fell in love with it. So it's that movie has a lot of like that movie kind of took me down this rabbit hole that I've I'm still currently digging yeah. myself into. It kickstarted all of it. It fuck. It really fucking did. It 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 ruined my life. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> At what ruined. point did Lovecraft come in? Lovecraft came in a little before. A little before. A little before. A little before. I tried reading it when I was in high school, and I've said the story a million times. I thought, oh, I could read the mountain. I could read the, the fucking Lovecraft's most dense work. Let me <laughs> let me go forth the mountains of madness, and I try to read it. I was like, you need a PhD for this shit. Like, fuck this guy. And then I found out he had shorter stories, and the first story that I fucking, which is still my my favorite horror story from from his, it's a short story. It's The Hound. It's a short story, and that's my favorite one because that was the, the first one where I, where I read it from beginning to end, and I understood it. I was like, holy shit, it's finished. Hmm. I read Lovecraft. Fuck, it was like a fucking personal accomplishment for me. <laughs> but, yeah, that was a little before. You put it in your Tinder bio? Fuck, yeah. It's it's a Tinder fucking grinder. Wherever I can put it on, <laughs> it's, it's, it's on there. When it comes to horror, we know there are different kinds of horror movies. So I want to get a little nerdy, and I want to ask you guys, or for you guys to tell me, if you guys have a favorite horror movie subgenre. Uh, I Lewis just showed me a little while ago. There's Many. thirty plus subgenres. Yes, I was not aware of. Never ending. It's a never ending. It's like a subgenre, in a subgenre, in a sub sub, you know. But if there is a subgenre or a specific type of horror movie, that no matter who the actor is, what the movie, prim- what as long as it falls into this, you're like, oh, I'm kind of interested. Do you, is there? Do you guys have a subgenre that's kind of pulls at your heartstrings or kind of grabs you by the balls, Lewis? I think I've told you this before, but if if there's a sci-fi horror movie, I'm going in. No lube. Like, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I see a trailer for, oh, or I hear about, like, it's a sci-fi horror. I'm in. Like, that's all it takes. All right. Aliens, I'm in. Uh, something like The Thing. Like, John, yeah. Car- John yeah. Carpenter's The Thing. I'm in. Like, I just feel like you could do so. And also, I like a lot of, like, futuristic shit. That <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, because you're like, old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like I, I like, like Alien, like mm. say for example, Alien. It takes place in what fucking year? I don't fucking know. Yeah, we're yeah. in the future. Yeah. yeah, we're in the future. It's from the seventies, but if like it's supposed to be futuristic and, and I don't know, it's something like, I like seeing things that are otherworldly, not mm-hmm. like oh this takes place in our backyard or whatever. Like mm-hmm. I enjoy those movies, but I like, kind of, being taken away to a different place, planet, whatever. Like, are, are you? Are are you a product of the Star Wars 
Yes. Okay. Because, <laughs> like, no, no, no. Because, like, I feel like that has to, like, that kind of broke kids' imagine. Like, the like it kind of broke the, like, Star Wars broke the, I want to say, the ceiling for a child's ima- imagination when it comes to space. Mm-hmm. I feel like before Star Wars, it was just like, oh, humans on the moon or humans going to Mars or humans this or humans that. When Star Wars came in, it's like, oh, we could be from a different galaxy and we could be different things. And there could be fucking forces and little swamp masters like that opened up a whole thing. And I feel like for as much as Star Wars is heralded, and for as much as Star Wars is loved, and as as big as Star Wars is, there's still so much that Star Star Wars might not get credited for because it's 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 reach of influence is so massive. Well, I never thought you'd say something positive about Star Wars. (laughs) Bro, Star Jar Binks, go. Go, like, what do you mean? Oh. The first, the first three move episode one, two, and three, all, <laughs> ten, ten, ten cinema, son. <laughs> I also love the fantasy genre, like a lot. Like that's my second favorite, like fantasy film song, no, like genre. So maybe that's why, like, I kind of lean into like sci-fi horror. I'm not a big. F- I I love fantasy. <laughs> I'm just not a big fan of the genre because it's. At the end of the day, it's just a different Lord of the Rings. Uh-huh. That's all. That's all it ever is. Well, nothing's going to top Lord of the Rings. Let's be honest here. Yeah, but like, it's elves and it's orcs. And yeah, that's what I mean. It's, it's just it like it's just, just don't fucking like even D- Dungeons and Dragons. Like yeah. at the end of the day, Dungeons and Dragons, the classes we have were because when they created Dungeons and Dragons, the only toys available were the Lord of the Rings. Mm. So like, all right, well, we use the Lord of the Rings minis to pl- to create this game, and that's why we have the fucking. You know the classes we have, but all right. So sci-fi, sci-fi horror. Yes, Fernando. I would say, and here's the thing: because if I could, I would say like a post-apocalyptic future, like post-apocalyptic movie. That's but, a subgenre. Yeah, but, that but definitely like creature features. If it's a creature, I, I'm in. If it's like something is hunting everybody down one by one, or that, that's definitely. Whether it's a shark, whether it's a crocodile, if it's a fucking alien, but yeah, that's I love those movies. For the post-apocalyptic, is there one that stands out to you when you're just like, "Yo, this is this is my gold standard for for post-apocalyptic movies"? The Road. Which was that one? The one with uh, was it Viggo Mortensen? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Fucking Aragorn, bro. bro. Yeah, yeah, he's Remember. taking his kid. Everybody's like just cannibals eating each other and shit. Yeah. When the fuck did this come out? Ooh. It's like 2010, maybe? Ish, like yeah. around that era. What the fuck? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a sad movie. <laughs> like, literally, uh, people, um, you, you see that, like, you know, Mad Max type of, like, people take, like, just, like, the 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 the, the desperate things people do to survive. Um, it's just, like, it's, just, it's a horrible movie, but it's awesome. Kind of like Children of Men. It's like that. I love, love, love post apocalyptic movies when you see like the world breaking down. Mm-hmm. Like it's just. Brandon's just like seeing the world burn. He's just like, I don't care about the plot. As <laughs> people are fucked. I don't want to see the evil come out. I want to see chaos win. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How about yours? For me, for me, it's for me, it's kind of like you. Like vampire movies are always gonna, they're they're, they're always gonna catch my attention. 
Like they're always gonna catch my attention. But if I were to be honest, I think my favorite subgenre would be monster, like a creature feature, like a, a fucking monster movie. No matter how dumb and ridiculous it is. Mm-hmm. When I heard Meg was being made, I was like, ooh. And then Megalodon too. I was like, ooh. So mm-hmm. you you watch Slaughterhouse? The Killer Sloth. Have you watched that? What the fuck? No. Okay, I just gave you a movie to watch today. All right. Slaughterhouse. Velocipaster. I've seen that one. Yeah. Where the pastor's into a raptor? Yeah. (laughs) There's also a movie um, that I watched that was so fucking dumb and ridiculous. It did a whole... 360 where it was so it was so stupid and ludicrous that it, it ended up being amazing from how unique it is mm-hmm. it's called the man that killed hitler and bigfoot oh yeah i heard of that one oh. interesting yeah he killed hitler and bigfoot and bigfoot, and bigfoot. Mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's um uh what is that one actor he has he's known for his mustache western Thick act. Um, he was in Parks and Recreation. He was the other Ron, the hippie Ron. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about. Uh, Netflix, The Ranch. He's the dad. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's him. It's him. He's he's a retired like army veteran, whatever. And in his backyard, I think he's like in Colorado or somewhere in the Midwest. And like the government's like, oh, we have traces of Bigfoot, but we have no one like we have no one qualified to hunt him. And someone's like. I know somebody, and they go and they go back and they go fucking fetch him. It's fucking. It's a, it's watch it. So it's stupid, but you'd recommend it. The premise is stupid, but the 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 the, the movie is amazing because they they treat it so seriously. Like mm-hmm. you know how if you watch Sharknado, you're like, this is stupid. Even they think it's stupid. Like yeah. this movie, it's, they they play it straight. Mm-hmm. Bigfoot, this motherfucker's vegan. Bigfoot must have been vegan. He was thin. He was like six four. I was like, bro, I was, I'm thinking Bigfoot was gonna be like Brock Lesnar, like yoked as fuck. Yeah, I, I would. I could hunt this motherfucker. I'm enjoying the wrestling references in this episode. Yeah. Well, it's because we just finished watching the fucking trailer of <laughs> the fucking. <clears throat> but yeah, so, so, so to me, it would be monster movies. And if I were to say what 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 my favorite monster movie would be, it would be The Mist. Mist. The mist. The mist cover. The mist covers a lot of checkbox, a, a lot of boxes for me. It, it kind of hits it's my love, my Lovecraftian, my monster, my. I'm gonna talk about it a little later. My favorite on-screen kill or oh, okay. suggestive. You know what I mean? All right, all right. You know what I mean? So there's so, 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 so there's a lot of going on with that movie for me. Little fact about the mist: the dog food that they uh, that they that the, when the 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 tentacle grabs the, the kid and he pulls him out. Mm. The dog food. We used to buy that dog for our dogs. <laughs> because of the mist Did you buy it because of the movie? No It was, uh, it was a fucking Sam's Club and shit okay. Like oh shit Product placement It worked It worked <laughs> Fernando's 13 years old I want that one Why? <laughs> that one Is there a genre That scares you the most? Where you, where you, where you know going into it You're like I'm not gonna like, <sighs> But like in a good way in a good way. Um, I want to say scarcity more disturbed, like those, like those uh, body horror, body horror, like saw terrifier. Yeah, like yeah. When it comes to just gore for for the for just for gore sake, like nah. Rot- no. Yeah, I, I'm I'm the same way, and I feel rotten.com and lightly did that for me. Yeah, that's what I get for. 
That's <laughs> that's that's what I get for growing up in the wild, wild west days of the internet. I feel like my answer is an old man answer. What? Home invasion. Home invasion. Really? Ooh. Yeah. Home invasion horror. Just like somebody like like the strangers. Like you're just at home watching TV. Someone breaks it, kills you, or does worse things to you. Like so last so house of the left. No, thank you. So the taking, so the so the taking movies are a horror movie for for you. Um, no. Because you know Liam, Liam Neeson's gonna win. Yeah, you know he's gonna win at the end. Yeah. He has a particular set of skills. <laughs> so it hurt. So, so all right, so home invasion. Mm-hmm. I w- I would have assumed it would have been like something like paranormal. No, not really. But then. See the the Catholic, the part of me that was raised Catholic. Yeah, <laughs> that's why. That's why I was. That's like, why I was leaning toward like that. demonic possession horror. Like, it makes me feel uneasy, but I could sleep at night. But if I watch like a really fucked up home invasion movie, like I'm sleeping with the lights on, with a bat next to me. The whole time you're like, did I did I lock the door? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll go check like three times if I lock the door. Like something right. like paranormal. Dare I say it? I'd be foolish enough to like. I'm kind of cool. It's kind of cool. Some, and if I were to be in a situation like that, I think I would kind of react the way you're not supposed to, where you would invite it. Like, something like, that always interests me. Something paranormal, like, it's not scary to me at the base, but, like, it's kind of interesting. So you want something paranormal to happen to you? I like, I don't want it, but if it does, I'm not going to be freaked out. I'm going to be like, holy shit, that was sick, son! Yeah, yeah. Like, yo, his head did a whole 360! <laughs> Moses, let him sleep over for a, for a weekend. <laughs> No, I I I have the same reaction when it comes to those kind of movies. Like the nun, when like when I was watching like the nun, like I was like, I just feel like I'm at home. <laughs> <laughs> like I've, I've I've dealt like I've dealt with all of this, like, except for the. Have you guys seen the nun? Yeah, the first one, not the newest. Uh, the, the nun, one. the nun. I love the nun too more than I like the first one. I don't know if you guys. I don't know if you like the nun. Not really. I I anything that involves. If the whole movie involves just the church, like like you said, I am fucking for it. That's why the Pope's Exorcist loved it. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I fucking loved the shit out of it. That just <laughs> the trailer for that. I never watched the movie, but the trailer for that just looked like a like a a Marvelized version of like a, a Exorcist movie. Does that make sense? Yeah, like a Mar- like if Marvel decided to do a horror movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, they kind of did, but well, it was like the short story. I forgot the World oh, the, 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 the World by Night or whatever. Yeah, yeah. No, but dude, that movie's it's good. It doesn't get like to the very end when you find out what who the demon is. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh shit! But like the the the, the little boy who the the son who gets taken fucking who becomes possessed. His acting's fucking sick. The movie's first of all. You, you gotta love a pope that's an alcoholic, <laughs> aren't they? All? Openly, Openly alcoholic. Where the where where the Vatican's like, bro? You the Vatican's like, you gotta chill, son. Oh, so the Vatican frowns on drinking, but not other things. That drinking that that openly, <laughs> that openly. Yeah, like like this this dude's on what fucking um what's what's the actor's name? Russell uh, Crowe. Crow. Russell Crowe. Yeah. He's in this fat boy era right now. <laughs> he's old. You know, he's not gladiator no it's more. Era. 
Yeah, he's gonna be like, fuck it. I'm Russell Crowe. You guys know what I'm bringing to the table. I don't need, I don't need, a, I don't need abs to impress you. So he's at his biggest. I've seen him in a long time, maybe ever. And he's riding in a moped. Bro, drunk? <laughs> Get To go fight the fucking forces of evil? In there, son. I could see myself. Like, that's, <laughs> that's me. That's, that's what me. it was. That's that's every man's exorcist. Yeah. 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 That's what it was. That's what it was. There's all these uh, horror heroes you don't see yourself as, and then you see Russell Crowe, you're like, that's yeah. my guy. He's, he's, he, ha- he hates oh. his job. He has high he, sock check. He oh. passes it. Okay. Moped. Mm-hmm. Drunk alcoholic, which which does not apply to you, but no. But if I would, yeah, yeah, I could appreciate. <laughs> I could appreciate the common the commons man yeah, yeah. exorcist. Okay, but the fact that he's like their guy, that the that like he's like, we got to get him. He, he he's the only one that can handle it. Mm-hmm. And it's like this fat fucking <laughs> this over this, this obese priest who's always out like drinking. I love it, love it. Check it out. It's on exorcist. Exorcist. It's on Netflix. You just you sold me on it. Honestly, it's good, dude. I like like I like it, especially because it's it's throughout the movie. There's so much lore to it, but it's not info dumped to you. It's not like there's like five minutes of him just like this is the demon and this is what he did and this is what he's known for. Like throughout the movie, you, you start gaining all this like lore shit. So when you finally meet the demon at the end, mm-hmm. you kind of know he's like the why he's such a big dick, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. he's big dick demon. Mm-hmm. All right, so all right, so John and Scary Home Invasion, Fernando, body horror, body horror, same thing with me, mm. and we're we're both pro paranormal, pro 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 anti Catholicism, I guess. I'm pro both guys. What was the last horror movie that actually scared you? I tell everybody this, and I, I get funny looks, but Hereditary. Scared the fuck out of me. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care how you look at me right now. I couldn't sleep that night. Really? Yeah. All right. I don't know what it, what the fuck it was about that movie. It's not something I haven't seen before. But it just like it freaked me out. But I, I've I'll watch it again though. I have have you seen it since? Oh yeah, I love that movie. Okay. It's funny because like Hereditary. That that's how I know it's a good movie. Because either you love it or you hate it. Yeah. No one's like, it's okay. It's either, dude, that movie's sick. Or like, dude, fuck that movie. That yeah. movie's stupid. I know a lot of people don't like that movie. That To me, Hereditary and um, Midsommar. Oh. To me, those it's, two have the same. Well, the same director, dude. No, 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 no. But I mean, like, they have the same reaction from people. Oh, okay. People it, either love it or hate yeah, it. Yeah, it's never like, oh, it's cool. Yeah. It's cool. It's, it's, it's a good background. It's never that. Like, dude. Or fuck that movie. Fernando? It'd be like Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Oh, uh, which one? The the I do like the Nicole Kidman one because uh-huh. it's 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 interestingly enough like spaceship breaks apart like it's it's a fate you can't avoid. It's a fate you can't really stop because it just they couldn't really stop like oh the ships in the land mm-hmm. spread out no because like once the ship broke apart and splintered that point where it landed and picture started spreading. Mm-hmm. And then that infection, um, as soon as you go to sleep, you're fucked. Yeah. You're converted. So there's like, like four versions of that movie, too. Yay. I but like the, the old one from the 70s is good. Yeah. Um, that's my favorite one. I know most of the stuff. Oh! Yeah. yeah. That, that shit's <laughs> fucking awesome. But like the whole concept. That <laughs> face. <laughs> the whole concept of like um, 
with time, everybody's in the, everybody's eventually gonna be changed, and mm-hmm. that's just non like you can't avoid it. That's I do love horror movies with like fucked up endings like that too, where like the good guy doesn't win at the end. Yeah, yeah. thinking like Dawn of the Dead when they fucking they leave for the island. No, they get to the oh island, yeah the, the remake. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you, Moses? To me, the last movie that I remember unnerving me, being like, "Oh my god, I hope this never fucking happens." It's Twenty Eight Days Later. Mm-hmm. That movie, that movie fucked me. I remember. The, I, I remember. I have. That movie, once I started, once my fat ass started seeing those zombies run, mm-hmm. oh my god! <laughs> Are you excited for the new one? Was it twenty eight? Twenty eight years later now. Years. Yeah, Ooh. they skip. They completely skip months, but mm. it's kind of too late for that. Yeah, it should have gone from days to weeks m- to months. months. Yeah, not because it, it's, it's been a while. Like we need to fucking you know, mm. twenty eight years later. Yeah, but 20, 28 days later, bro. That movie, that movie fucked me. Yeah, like I remember that's 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 one where I was like, I had like a legit reaction while I was watching it. I was just like, oh, like fuck that movie, and it was to me that was one of the first serious zombie movies that I saw. It's not uh, technically not a zombie movie. Though. I'm thinking, yeah, but the- that's that's the way it was built. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like a zombie movie. You know the intro intro scene to the second part, twenty eight weeks later, uh-huh. when they're in the house and he has to he's running away from the fucking the people running down the hill like ooh yeah towards the river yeah yeah you're right it's not but it, it it is still considered a zombie movie yeah a lot of people still think of it as a zombie movie but what would you call it like what kind of genre or what? yeah like it's like a virus like a uh, what, what, what was it like rage or something oh yeah it was uh, like something something to do with with, with monkeys what, monkeys yeah. Yeah, but isn't that technically what the fucking zombie virus is too? I know. Right? It's just like it's just a virus that when they bite you, that's why. Oh yeah, it spreads. Not, yeah. It spreads. That's true. Yeah. You know what I mean? It might not be a cat, and not, it might not be fucking, t- fucking Dawn of the Dead, where it's like brains or whatever. But it's an outbreak. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, twenty eight days later, fuck that movie, bro. That's why it's I, I to this day, if there's a zombie, if there's a zombie apocalypse, I have to wait to see footage. <laughs> If, if if they're running, I'm out hour one. I don't care if it's like, oh, it's a short outbreak. We got it. Out running. Hour one. Do you guys have, you know, like we talked about favorite horror movies, favorite this, favorite that. Do you guys have a favorite on-screen kill or a favorite kill? I'll start it off just because I, 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 I'm not, I'm not burning the lead here. Yeah. I mentioned it a little while ago. Mm-hmm. The Mist. Hmm. One where he, which one? Where he takes his family out. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> where he takes everybody out. Like, bro, if you if you would have just taken one deeper breath, your family would have been, you guys would have been good. But to me, that's my favorite. On to me, from from off the top of my head, when I think about death, that I, that I was like, oh shit, was was that one? To me, that movie has the most satisfying kill too. So when they kill that one uh, Bible thumping fucking crazy. Oh my god, <laughs> yes. Worst uh, worst character ever. Like when they shoot her. Uh. Alright. Favorite on screen kill? It doesn't have to be a horror movie. As long as it gets killed. That's true, huh? Yeah. Favorite on screen kill. Okay. Alright, it doesn't have to be a horror movie. Like to me to me if if, if we're doing that, Joffrey. I've never been more happy seeing a little <laughs> kid die, bro. I was like, holy yes. 
I wish he would have fucking died, died, like <laughs> someone killed him, and not just choke, like with some, on some bitch-ass poison. Yeah. But, you know, a win's a win. A win's a win. <laughs> you take that W. I'll t- a, a win's a win. <laughs> so, for me, I'll, I'll stick to heart. There's two, there's two kills that stand out. One is a movie that no one fucking, like, if you guys know what this movie's about, please tell me, because I have no idea. Because I... I like, this movie's not memorable to me. Ghost Ship. <laughs> the beginning of Ghost Ship. Where all the wires are cutting people in yes. half? Yes. Like, like, I don't know anything <laughs> else about that movie except that scene. I have, I've tried to watch that movie before. It's fucking boring. <laughs> Nothing will top that. Like, just that scene. Alone. So I, I love that scene. <laughs> and then, what? since we're not, okay. I want to know people's opinions that listen to this. Because what constitutes a monster? That's what our podcast is. We're talking about monsters. Mm-hmm. So I talked about what my favorite horror movie is. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Does Leatherface count? I personally don't. I don't count Michael Myers either. But then when I've looked up stuff of like best monster movies, best like monsters, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Those characters always come out in those lists or like those articles. I'm well, they're saying. wrong. I, I agree. They're wrong. But if, you know, I'd like to hear somebody's opinion or people's opinion listening to this, hit us up on our Instagram, mm-hmm. Tome of Monsters Pod. Yeah, let hit, me know. Yeah, hit us up there. Hit us up there <coughs> and let Lewis know why he's wrong. <laughs> no, no I'm, I agree with you. No, oh. I know, but they're, they're, if, if oh, they have okay, a different okay. opinion. But one of my favorite on-screen kills is the first time you see Leatherface. When that guy goes stumbling into, like, the house mm-hmm. and he, like... He hears like Leatherface making noise. Well, he doesn't know it's Leatherface. He thinks it's a, like a like a pig or something. And then Leatherface just comes out of nowhere, fucking smacks him with the sledgehammer. And he's just convulsing. And then he smacks him again, brings him in, and then shuts that metal door. And then you just hear the sound of that metal door, like that kill. Like back to like why it's my favorite movie. Like that introduction to like there's no better introduction to a horror movie character for me. Yeah, cuz it just shows he's treating them like if he was killing a, like an animal. Like, like an animal, was, yeah. Like a pig. Like, uh-huh. Oh, just bonk. Uh favorite kill would be Jaws. Oh, which one? What? The original Jaws. I don't know like, what. The, when they kill when, when they, they kill Jaws? Well, the shark. Oh, mm-hmm. all right, all right. The whole lean up to it when the it's the 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 captain the sheriff and the and the, the three of them are just sitting in the boat talking about the U.S. Arizona, all those sailors that were like lost at sea and like out of 600, 400 of them were eaten by sharks and shit. The whole story leading up to it. And then all of a sudden like the, jo- the shark attacks, thing goes to shit. All the two of them die and like it's it's a fun movie. It's a, it's a good death. Like just the whole build up of him blowing up and it's done. Yeah, I remember that. It's a, it's a great sequence, like when they're trying to like shoot, but they can't like yeah. hit the what was it like a? It was air cast, air canister, air, air can- tank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, you remember that, huh? Police shoot, yeah, yeah, police Brody, yeah, Sheriff Brody. Favorite horror movie franchise, Lewis. So I, we're, I'm, I'm still, I'm still trying to figure that one out. And I think I've talked to you about this before. Now, if you if you need a few moments, I got my answer cocked and loaded. Cocked and cocked? <laughs> yeah, cocked and loaded. But I'm going to go with the one that I enjoy watching the most, even though it has some really terrible films in it. It's The Nightmare on Elm Street. 
mm-hmm. franchise. I want yeah, a shirt. You're wearing a Dream Warrior shirt right now. And this, and this is my least favorite. This is what my. I like the first three. Oh. This is my least favorite one. From from Nightmare. Yeah. I think Dream Warriors might be my first favorite. See, this is the, this is third, right? This is yeah, the third movie. Third three. Yeah. That might be my favorite out of all out of all. Of them. Why they're, is it, why is that your favorite? Like they're fun, and it's like the whole the whole thing I was telling you about. Like there's like a fantasy aspect to it too. Yeah. Especially Dream Warriors. I think that's why my favorite. Because they kind of like form this like little like team where they're all like one of them turns into like a wizard. That's that's yeah, that's this is like a punk chick with like knives and shit. Like everybody's like trying to like. Okay. Yeah, because they figured out, oh, well, we could fight them in our dreams. Yeah, let's, yeah. Let's Dungeons and Dragons this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't work out for them. Spoiler alert, but they try. You know. That's why. I, that's probably why I dislike this. Why oh. this is my least favorite one? Because of like how, how like you guys tried it and failed. Uh-huh. Like, no, nah, no, nah, like, like I don't know what it is about this movie. Like, you guys, you guys can't don't can't see it, but I'm I'm wearing the the the, the Dream Warriors shirt right now. I'm, like I keep pointing at it, like if there's a camera pointing <laughs> at me. But yeah, like like the first three movies to me, I love a lot. But out of the three, this is my this this is this ranks lowest on the on the bill, and I think that's why. And it's also like the real big mm. introduction to comedy, Freddy. Yeah, yeah. But that's the Freddy Krueger we all know and love, though. Yeah, true. Like the you know that's the because the first one he's a super serious. He might have a little thing here and there. Some one liners. Yeah. yeah, but this is the movie where he he went he went f- like to quote Tropic Thunder. <laughs> He went, he, he went. He went. Full throttle, okay. right, he okay. went full throttle. He went full throttle. He went full throttle. He had me a little stressed right there. I was like, "You can't say that." He went full throttle. Fernando was your favorite franchise. <laughs> um, you horror franchise. M- 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 make me happy. <laughs> uh, I guess I would say like Alien or something like that. Okay, because as far as franchise, like, does that include? Uh, like the Prometheus movie, mm. <laughs> I mean, sure, but primarily be like Alien, Alien, and Aliens. Like those are even the third one's okay. I kind of feel all right with the prison hole. They're all just trapped in a prison planet, but I mean, mm-hmm. then it gets a little weird. But uh, I like Aliens. Resurrection Alien. gets real weird. <laughs> yeah, that's the fourth one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the Aliens. Yeah, but to me, my favorite, my favorite is the Hellraiser movies. Hellraiser, the Hellraiser, even and even like, I like the first maybe like forty four of them. <laughs> the last like one hundred forty seven of them are garbage. To me, no, but like, like you know, honestly, I like the I like the first two Hellraiser movies a lot. I like fucking I like I just hate the Viathan. I hate. I, I hate that the main bad guy in the whole, the leader of the fucking. Um, the Cenobites. The Cenobites is fucking the guy, goddamn isosceles. Like, fuck you. Like, why is the big bad guy a fucking Pythagoras theorem? Like, fuck you. You just hate math. I do, bro. <laughs> and it's like, fuck, man. Why is this butt plug like the big bad guy? Like, fuck. Makes sense, <laughs> but yeah, Cl- Clive, um, Clive Parker, fuck it, Doug Bradley, Doug Bradley, he brings, and you guys gonna learn more about that later, on, you know, in our, you know, in our, in our, another episode later on is, you know, 
I don't want to dig too much into it, but Doug Bradley makes the whole movie for me. He makes that character, and I future episode, one of the later episodes, you're gonna find out more on it. But Hellraiser to me is is from 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 the get go, from when we first started watching it, I was like, even though the 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 graphics do not hold up at all, like when they actually use CGI for certain things, it's almost as bad as fucking Mortal Kombat. <laughs> But like I could, I saw past that. Shit didn't even bother me. It's like it's very, it's, and it's a very fucking, it's a very gory movie. But for for whatever reason, it does not bother me nowhere near as much as any of the Saw movies yeah, or yeah. I don't know what it is. But everything about it, how it's just like you, we, we're only here because you sought us out. Like this is your fault. It's not like they're just punishing random people. It's just like you knew what you 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 called this. You know, you horny fuck. <laughs> and now we're here to collect your goddamn fucking foreskin. Excuse me. And I, I don't, well, this is our first episode, so you never told this story before. But I started getting you into horror movies, or at least making you watch them. Because you didn't watch horror movies I didn't. practically at all. I didn't. You watched Interview with the Vampire, but again. That's not really a horror movie. Yeah, like I said, it's, it's, it's a horror movie, but. You know, it's not like full throttle horror. And I think that was, I know you liked Alien and those like those movies, but I think when I showed you Hellraiser, that was the first one where I saw like, kind of like that gleam in your eye. You're like, oh shit, I like this. Where Lewis is like, oh, he is one of us. <laughs> yeah. One of us. One of us. Yeah, because I had read uh, Telltale Heart. Oh, and you put a pillow on top of your lap. I don't know what that was for. <laughs> it's like you were trying to hide something. I don't know. Oh, your blue eyes, bro. Oh, that had to do with the movie. We're in a couch together. Oh, that's true. It was dark. We're eating pizza. But yeah, Hell, Hellraiser to me is like one of my favorite friend like movie franchises. But if I were to if if I could choose not be a movie franchise, but like it's still horror franchise, to me it would be Penny Dreadful. The Penny Dreadful series. Yeah. The HBO. To me, that that fucking TV show. Has everything I like balled into fucking one. It has literally you have Dracula, Frankenstein, the whole Victorian era aesthetic. You have fucking vampires, witches. You got goddamn fucking Vanessa, <laughs> Dorian uh, Gray, fucking Dorian. Yeah, Dorian Gray. It that movie showed the horrors and everything. It showed the heart and. Trusting your lover with Vanessa and then her and then Vanessa cheating Vanessa fucking her best friend's fucking husband in the first season and that betrayal which takes which leads you to season two with the witches and it and like everything and it even shows you the whole like falling in love with someone like being there for someone even though they're dying which is the fucking um the I forgot his fucking name the cowboy the one who plays the, the wolfman. Um, remember how he falls in love with that one chick who then becomes Frankenstein's bride yeah Frankenstein's monster's bride or whatever and then the whole it's just it's fucking fucking very it's like very it's very it's a horror movie it's a horror franchise but it's like the whole romanticism of that era fucking shows in every aspect of the movie like even like Dorian Gray with his transsexual partner, how he's not a token, 
he's not there to sh- he's not the, the the dude's not there or her she's not there to be like some sort of freak or whatever like dorian gray treats her beautifully and he talks to her beautifully and she breaks down to him like and she and like you you hear the pain and it's not just like a token like a, you know it's like legit for real and it adds layers to the whole dorian gray story which starts off as like a little background character and as the story goes on it's like a fucking like Shrek says it like Shrek says it. There's, there's layers to it. He's like an <laughs> onion. There's layers, and it just and it's fucking it's it's a, it, I just love the show, and I just hate how rushed how rushed season three is. Okay, it's how everything like season one, season one's a slow burn, season one's a slow burn, and then season two is fucking perfect. And then, and then season three, season three <laughs> they're 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 build, building up to them going to Egypt, and then they're, he's in America, and then this, and then the last two episodes, you're like, oh wait, she, Vanessa's gonna kill herself. Mm-hmm. That's the end of the show. And it's like, what the fuck? And then during that whole season, like, like I'm I'm spoiling the shit out of it. Frankenstein's monster, he he starts remembering his human. His human past, and he visits his family, and he starts giving him money, and he stands up to Victor Frankenstein's like, "Give me a wife," and it's just like the cruelty he deals with with the with the fat with the with the family. That's another fucking good as um favorite on screen kill when Franken when Frankenstein's monster where he gets when he's working for that family that's doing the horror show, and then there's that blind daughter. And she's like, oh, we're doing this exhibit. Yay. And they keep him in the cage. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. he fucking flips it around and he kills her parents and he leaves her there to fend for herself. Oh my God. That's Penny. Guys, please watch Penny Dreadful. Even though you just spoiled the. I, I, I don't do it justice. No, I do not. No, I do no, not do no, it justice. Yeah. I just. That movie's fucking. Every, everything's. Everything about that movie. Series. Series. I keep saying movie. <laughs> everything about that series is. I keep saying movie because I have the DVD. It's like oh, okay. it's around here, but yeah, it's fucking amazing. It's be- beautiful. Like I-, I know you guys have watched it. Yeah, yeah. I I really enjoyed the first. You're the re- you're the reason why I I, st- I stumbled on Penny Dreadful. No. Yeah, you told me about it. No, you watched it first. No, I'm I remember sure. Lily. Lily told me. You guys told me. Lily's like, oh, you should watch it. She's like, we started watching it, but you guys stopped. I thought you recommended it to me this whole time. No, no? You, I saw it because of you guys. Oh, okay. I'll take credit then. Yeah, that's. <laughs> yeah, I really enjoy the first season. Second season is is great, and third season is kind of a wet fart. Bringing on Moses, uh, uh, bringing a TV show series. What's your favorite horror horror series for a TV show or oh. for TV? Because I'm thinking like The Outer Limits. When you were talking about this, like, ooh, you thought that's the anthology, The Outer Limits. Like, it's a long. A lot of the stories are they're not interconnected, but like, even the first the first one is a Sankey episode. That's where it's George R. R. Martin. He wrote the episode. Um, it's uh, bugs from Mars. That uh, uh, shuttle comes back and it has like little bugs. The scientist um, ends up talking to them, and they 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 treat him as their as their lord as their master. Like they they make the shape of, of his face in the sand. Any any like people that come to like oh, someone from his from from his uh, from his from NASA comes over to try to like take the bugs back. And the bugs know that he's they're against his their their master, so they eat him. Like, oh it's a fuck, shit! It's a fucked up, epi- like a whole uh, Outer Limits series is fucked up because they're all stories are inter- independent, but they're all like sad. What what year what year Outer series is this? Nineties. Oh, so it's the nineties. Okay, yeah. Okay, I don't think I've ever watched the nineties version. Just yeah. 
the black and white it's one. It's a good yeah. anthology series. Yeah, I always, I mean, I'm I'm a big fan of, I mean, this is more sci-fi, but I'm a big fan of, like, the Twilight Zone. Yeah. Like, the original. Uh, I like the... Rod Sterling? Yeah, I really like the reboot, too, but I like uh, Twilight Zone. It's my shit. Because you, re- you remember back in the day, on, like, 4th of July, and, like, I forgot what other holiday, they would always have a Twilight Zone marathon on, like, Channel 5. Yeah. I watched the whole thing, but, yeah. All right. Do you guys have a least favorite horror movie franchise or horror series? I'm going to start it off just because my least favorite is also also happens to be my favorite horror movie franchise with the Hellraiser series. Yeah. I've never seen more limp dick goddamn fucking the Hellraiser movies. Once they go straight to video, <laughs> not <sighs> dog shit. I tried watching the space one. Where they, oh my god where they go to space and it turns out that the dude who's flying the space station he's the uh descendant of the guy that created the the lament the lament configuration yeah the little cube thing yeah so he's able to figure out like oh i could create a cube in space that's right the whole station is designed after the and then the whole he just somehow he designs the whole station like what the of course what the fuck even though I really love the fucking, um, you guys gonna find out later too when that episode comes out. <laughs> the, the the Hulu series movie. Oh, the the reboot. I don't know. Does that count as a reboot? Because I don't know if they're gonna make any more. But I don't know. But it it's good. Mm. Yeah, but that's why to me it's my favorite in like it's my favorite horror movie se- series and like my least favorite. In this, it's the same fucking. It's the same title. Least favorite. I think for me, mm-hmm. is The Exorcist. As your least favorite? Yeah. Because, like, say what you want about the the first one, about the original Exorcist. Like, it's still one of the... It's a classic. Isn't it? yeah, yeah. It's still one of, like, the milestones of horror. So, whatever. If, if if you don't find it scary, if you do find it, a lot of people say it's the scariest movie ever made, whatever. But, like, everything after that, Terrible. It's one of those, like, why do you have to franchise? Every, why does that have to be a franchise? And there's like a like nowadays a bunch of like possession movies. Mm. Like, I don't know. It just they they don't stand out to me. Possession movies? Well, like the Exorcist ones. How many movies are there? <clears throat> so there's uh, the first one. There's part two, The Heretic. There's part three, which I actually enjoy. Part three. Um, and then there was like two prequels that came out around the same time. And then there's the David Gordon Green movie that came out, what, last year? The one with the two girls? Yeah, the one with the two girls, Believer. Um, and then there's the TV show too? The TV show, yeah. I actually, I actually enjoyed the TV show. That was, what's his face? Um, wasn't it? The Walking Dead, right? Who? What? Didn't he do that one? Walking Dead. Yeah, uh, the creator of The Walking Dead, the Frank Gerber. No, I don't oh. think so. No. The writer, um, oh, The Walking Dead. What the fuck's his name? Like Robert Kirkman. Robert Kirkman. Oh no, he no he he just had, he had his own hard TV show. Yeah, Outcast. Like, Outcast. That came out at the same time as The Ring. Yeah, it was like a position. I mean, as The Exorcist. Yeah, it was like another position. Like, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. For me, I, I guess I have to go back to again body horror, but specifically like the Saw series. Like it continues, it's nonstop. 
So you so you're gonna go back and do prequels, sequels. <laughs> it's never gonna it's never gonna die. I thought he was dead like in the fifth one. When when did he die? And then there's a spinoff where it's just Jigsaw, Chris, Chris Rock. At some point, you gotta end the story. I would agree with you, but I'm a huge Fast, Fast and, and the Furious, Furious fan. Yeah. So <laughs> yes, so it's like <laughs> you're like there can never be enough. They can't, bro. See. In that realm, like in that same kind of mindset, if I know they're bringing back maybe Supernatural season sixteen, why? Are they doing it? I think so, but why? Because the fans season want season ten. I was done. I'm the fan since day one. Yeah. Fuck season ten. I was done. Like why? Stop it. I thought that show was over a long time ago. Yeah. It it does. It keeps ending. Then it comes back for like a season. And then fans are like, what the fuck? And then it ends, and fans are like, what? Why would you kill this show? This is the greatest thing ever. They're like, all right, we'll bring it back. And they're like, what the fuck is this? And they end it, what the fuck? And then they're shipping the devil to fuck one of the brothers. It's weird. But yeah, guys, that is our episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys get an idea of who you're going to be wasting your time with. Obviously, if you guys haven't noticed, we have two episodes up. We have this one, and we have episode one, the, our Nosferatu episode. We're excited for the new Nosferatu movie that's coming out in, what, later this year? Yeah, it's supposed uh, to come out this year. Late, right? Later this year or early mm-hmm. next year? They haven't, like, set a date, but I think... No, no, no. They actually did say it's, uh, I think, Christmas Day or the day after Christmas. Oh, my God. Yes. So, <laughs> we'll, do, we'll do a follow-up when, when that movie comes out. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll do a Nosferatu part two. And see how hard we got for William Defoe. <laughs> Very hard. But yeah, do you guys have anything else to add before we end this episode? Um, just just the hit us up on our podcast. I mean our Instagram, Instagram po- podcast, Instagram. Huh? Say that one more time. The podcast Instagram, Tomo Monsters Pod. That's T O M E. It's not pronounced Tome, right, Fernando? No. <laughs> Say, hit us up on there. Tell us what monsters you guys want us to talk about. What qualifies as a monster in your opinion? And um, if you guys do like what we're doing here, again, I have another podcast. It's called The Weird History, Eerie Tells Pod. I'll link it in the episode show notes, too. We're also bi-weekly podcast, and uh, we cover everything that's kind of weird and eerie. Like one of the episodes that we're doing right now or that we're going to cover next week is uh, we're, calling, we're, we're, we're covering haunted boats and like haunted beaches. That's, you know, it's basically the gist of the show where it's me, my brother, and one of our other buddies, Anchi, where we just, you know, again, talk about everything weird and eerie. So, um, again, with nothing else to add, we're going to say goodbye. And as always, guys, thank you. And we are the Tome of Monsters podcast.